0: to retail nightmares podcast my name is alicia tobin i'm here with my co-host jessica delisle hello uh, how's it going was that a burp oh wow <laughs> oh that was
1: not me i was gonna try and then
0: it was jessica like I got why are you burping all the time
1: <sighs> it's i'm just so full of life it comes out of every
0: hole <laughs> <laughs> life out of every hole that's the name <laughs> of your memoir um okay well giggling and burping in the in the other microphone is our friend uh fellow podcaster chris thornton thank you for coming back to the
2: podcast what an honor yeah an honor yeah i think it's my third time like i was 14 i was like that that feels really nice inside
0: well you're a great guest time to wow. another tattoo
2: to your mm, to your mm-hmm.
0: tally marks
2: i do i do
0: that's the only kind of tattoo you get right
2: that's right uh, yes <laughs> yes and uh, i i think i'm you know i'm getting really close to 50 and i'm that feels great um seriously it feels great because otherwise i wouldn't be getting older and i feel like at some point i have to get over my fear of getting a tattoo because Why?
0: you don't need a tattoo yeah. I know I don't
2: I know that I don't need one absolutely, but I think that I don't want one because I'm scared to get one. Okay. And so maybe that bothers me.
1: And is this a blanket fear of all needles or is it just tattoo?
2: Just tattoos. And I think it's because I think it's because I tend to make big changes in my life on a like I used to be um, I used to be a devout follower of a particular religion. I am not anymore Mm -hmm. like like and I went all the way to the other side um, of of the religious spectrum. And then I think, well, how will I feel about this tattoo?
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: you know yeah. and then how long will it be until i hate and shame that tattoo and then cover it up mm-hmm. or maybe i won't oh oh like do you have ta- you have tattoos tattoos we both have we, a we lot have. yeah, yeah. We have tattoos we have tattoos yeah
0: didn't you see my most important one? Oh, what does that say hot dog says hot dog
2: that's really good
0: yeah like so you don't i have would to never take a- get
2: tired of that
0: well, uh, oh yeah. Jessica that's so it's very pretty.
2: beautiful. Oh my god This
1: one uh, glows The snake glows under UV light what? Uh, And then I've got a little UFO That's <gasps> uh, beaming up a dog And it says ELO Because I really like oh. Jeff Lynne Sure um, I have one that's just abstract Look at those. Oh That my one's new god. it's so beautiful And then I have one sort of on my torso That's a shark biting yeah. a dick, a, a guy's dick off
2: Oh good good everybody's got to eat
1: yeah um help control the pet population
2: (laughs) this was inspiring oh my god what does it say i can't see
0: it
2: is is true Mm
0: -hmm.
2: wow this was so oh his wiener's gone i don't think
0: i can show you this one but that's okay oh you know i
2: can see it oh my god
1: are you are you you sorry you asked
0: No, no. Like, a, a, like a yelling, a yelling uh, cougar on the back of my neck. Wh- Chris what? Chris Wansombathy, who designed our logo. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He drew it for me. I yeah. gotta tell
2: you, folks, this was really inspiring.
0: <laughs> Tattoo minute.
2: I don't feel, I don't feel scared at all.
0: Yeah, and I have one on my foot, and I have one on my back from the '90s. It's like a turtle that I want to have jean shorts put on.
2: Yeah. Oh, I yes, think. that's right. I. Mm. You talked about that recently.
1: I think you may, like, if you get one when you're so young, like how Alicia got hers when she was, like, a teenager. Yeah. I think, like, maybe by the time you're an adult, you might regret it. But I Mm -hmm. think, like, the rest of ours we all got as an adult. And my rule is, like, as long as they're not, like, too, like, super serious. And, like, you know, it's fine to get a serious tattoo. But, like, if you're, if you have a good sense of humor...
2: I feel like some days I do.
1: You're not really going to get a tattoo that doesn't have that sense of humor and you yeah. in it. Yeah. As long as you have a, a good relationship with whoever the artist is who's doing it. And like you talk a lot beforehand and you feel safe and comfortable and it's like a respectful place, you know. I
2: love that. Thank you for that. I know exactly where I'll go. We took our daughters uh, took our daughter to get her ears pierced at a tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was wonderful. It was a really positive environment. So, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that.
1: Like it's changed a lot. The whole tattoo world, like the whole, you know, environment has really become a lot more inclusive over Mm. even like the past 10 or 20 years. Like it used Mm -hmm. to be sort of like dudes and skulls and hearts and stuff. And now it's like a lot more. Which is great. That's great. Just not me. Yeah. I mean like, and there's still a huge place for traditional tattooing styles, but there's a lot, there's been a lot of uh, innovation and like, Really beautiful, cool art and people.
0: I think also, like in New York, there's one of my favorite tattoo artists, which is no big surprise. And I'll send you her information on Instagram. She's well, thank really, you. Really special stuff. I always have hoped to get back there and to have a tattoo with her. I have a,
1: f- a favorite person in New York as well, who has the cutest dog who I just learned is named Bucket.
3: <laughs> oh, that's <a> good name. <laughs>
1: I love Bucket so much. Bucket sometimes wears a little jacket. Uh, Matt Carignan is the the tattoo artist that I am very into who, yeah, is in New York was in LA for a while. So I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I could make this happen, but no, now it's New York. Mm. Just really, really cute. Oh, uh, that, that ah, is cute. Cute things. That's really cute. That reminds Weird me things. of Big Puppy. Yeah, I just showed uh, Alicia and Chris a big puppy. Oh. Frog on a butt. Just like really, really uh, my style. I really love uh, their flash.
2: Oh, wow. That's great Beautiful stuff.
1: flash. Anyway, yeah, yeah. this is not a visual medium. Uh, it's not,
2: but you got you got me right over my fear of tattoos. <laughs>
1: We're not scary, we're you're no, yeah. no, 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 no,
2: just look at your tattoos. They're all wonderful.
1: and I also like I think the last one I got, which was this one, which was kind of big, like it was maybe five hours, I was so relaxed I almost fell asleep so many times. like it's not oh, that's so good. Like you're actively like in in pain. I mean, it all depends. everyone's different.
2: right, everybody's different, but y- this was good for you.
1: I find it relaxing, but I also mm. enjoy going to the dentist, so I don't know maybe yeah, I do too. I sometimes almost fall asleep there too.
2: I like when they dig deep into my gums. Sorry. Get That's it a out me thing. That's a me thing. I yeah. do. Like get, get in out. there. Let's yeah. go.
1: What's in there? Let's clean
2: it out, know. baby. Find no. it. Find mm-hmm. it. Dig do it. Do
0: not care for that. Okay. Find the mystery. <laughs> I put a secret in there for you. Because <laughs> okay, so this has been a great podcast. Um, <laughs> and it's
2: over now. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Bye-bye. don't okay. be sorry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
1: Bye-bye.
0: I think that if yeah, I haven't had to have like anyways. Teeth stuff is, like, icky for me. Okay, oh, let's I'm sorry. move on. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. How would you know?
2: I Well, I know now.
0: Yeah, now we know. Yeah. And now we know. I am know. that person that has that dream, constantly has that dream of all of my teeth falling out, but I slowly oh. have to pull them out.
2: Oh, no, no,
1: no. I know. Okay. Sorry to just like segue into a a segment of Fiona's dreamscape. But Alicia, I have to tell you this. And Chris, like it's relevant to you. It's related to food. I think you both like this. I had a dream with Alicia in it. And uh, in it, you gave me a Dairy Queen cake.
0: I think about doing that all the time. That's that was really in, nice.
1: It was in the shape of a Jack Russell Terrier, oh, but it nice. had the face of Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> 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 and the, the hair of David Bowie, like the Aladdin Sane sort of like, uh, you know, red, big hair. But the dog was... <laughs> Talking and smiling and alive. And I was like, how do we oh. eat this?
3: <laughs> but <laughs> it was, was also focus.
1: an ice cream cake. <laughs> anyway. And that was my dream. And I was like, thank you, but I'm
0: what a complicated gift. Yeah. Gift giving can be complicated. Complicated cake did. Complicated, complicated. <laughs> Yeah. Did I do it? <laughs> Our new
1: segment, Why Do You Have to Go Make Things So Complicated? <laughs> um but yeah that was just a weird one and it stuck with me
0: i had a weird dream as well and it was where i can't remember who the dream was with and i would have remembered yesterday but it was sort of like the lion the witch and the wardrobe portal and on the other side was like some sort of hellscape and i managed to make it back with my friend and when i got back within the dream i said wow this is like an amazing story we should tell it we should write a movie and then my friend said, Alicia, you don't watch enough movies. This movie oh. already exists. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh.
1: I mean, that doesn't stop anyone from making movies, really, if the movie already exists.
0: I know. It was very funny, though, that like in the dream, the person said, come on. you are giving yourself. you some real
2: direct feedback.
0: Yeah, and then they, yeah. It was my brain. Um, should we do a round of retail experiences, dreams, or nightmares? Oh, sure. Yeah. Unless yeah. Chris wants
1: to tell a story about a dream But also we can just do a retail Do you know dream.
2: what's great about me I can never remember my dreams I'm not even convinced I dream anymore Do you
0: sleep really well
2: No mm. uh, So I take some melatonin To make sure that I go to sleep mm. And so I think like, I was on some Oh, I was on some really bad melatonin And I won't name the brand sure. But it, it was kind of Some extended release stuff And it was okay. really expensive Oh, no. And I was like, well, I'm going to treat myself great.
3: <laughs>
2: and it made me crazy. <sighs> and I would wake up in the middle of the night, really intense and like super focused on things. And, oh. um, almost manic needing to go back to sleep. But I had like kind of like a submarine, you know, where you go down below the water and we're sleeping underwater and it's really nice. But then you like surface, you breach the surface and and you just keep breaching over and over. That's what it was. (laughs) And I I was like, ah, it's, uh, this is me. I'm the problem. So let me take it for two or three more nights just to like <laughs> really make it work. You know, by yeah, the end of it, I was so. About it. Yeah, yeah. It, you can't just judge it by once. Let's try to get two or three days of sleepless nights out of it. Anyway, um, I don't have dreams. Thank you.
1: I find it also like when I wake up, I will have like heart palpitations too. my heart sure. will be racing. And it's like, sure. that's not. I would rather just have insomnia than Waking up and feeling like your heart is going to jump out of your chest.
0: I Melatonin's I mean, a tricky one, especially like until you get a bit older, you may not actually need it. Mm-hmm. It might yeah. work a couple of times because it's no. like new and novel to your body, but you may already have enough. So adding more can be bad. <laughs>
2: It, it could uh. be, it could be. I'm one of those people though if I don't sleep, then I get migraines and it, mm. and then I lose oh, days. Oh, I wasn't and speaking so. to
0: us, the old people on the podcast. <laughs> I was speaking to Jessica, oh. the young person, absolutely, melatonin all the way. <laughs> yeah, Jessica oh, yeah, a little yeah. baby, in know, mid-40s.
2: Oh, you're I'm fine, little you're little fine.
0: Um,
1: Jay used to fuck with melatonin, and then mm. uh, has fully just switched to... Uh, our friend Weed.
2: <laughs> oh, look at that weed. It's just a cute little Hi, weed.
1: Hi, weed. Hi, Weed. Hi, Weed. It's, just, it's not going to hurt you. It's just a Can we also talk
2: about, pen. you know, how I won't get a tattoo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scared of trying marijuana. Mm. Sure, Is of
0: course. Silly? Come the way on. that you grew up, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Is it illegal in your state?
2: No, it's legal. And okay. uh, they're just working on getting the dispensary system set up. But no, it, it was finally approved. Uh, but I just, I'm, you know, I might end up on heroin at the end of it. Yeah. You know? I
0: found it very helpful for sleep and chronic pain. Oh, yeah. great. And then Count outside of it, I never have any desire to smoke it because I don't, I don't enjoy it. Like it's, I think mm. it's just like some things kind of suit people better than others. But I have found like some gummies and some weed really great for kind of like sleeping crisis yeah. stuff. Yeah. And really good sleeps with um, gummies with a higher CBD. CBD, but still with a little bit of THC, mm-hmm. like just a small amount. Right. And they're gummies, Chris. Yeah. They no, taste I, like I love, gummies.
2: I love gummies. You just eat
0: a little bit and then I it's love. nighty night. Well, <laughs> waitie. Well, I don't know. I watched uh,
1: panic and needle park last night and it did start with them just having CBD gummies. So, Ooh,
0: what's panic yeah. and needle park.
1: Uh, it's Al Pacino's first starring role from 1971. It's about heroin oh, users. Great. Oh, it's scary. not a feel-good movie, but it was a good movie. Um, yeah. Just drop I didn't it. know
0: CBD gummies existed back
1: then. No, I, that was the joke. Oh, I like it. They just do heroin. Yeah. Good job. Sorry. It's not a, you can't make a funny joke about that. Um, anyway, let's do some retail nightmares.
0: <laughs> yes. All right.
1: See, this is me just assuming everyone's like oh yeah we all know uh, the early career of al pacino
0: <laughs> uh, both sure, neither of us really do. know a lot about cbd so we're like oh right. wow whoa I,
2: I have cbd gummies upstairs i have like two things of them and i haven't, haven't tried them, them? open I, th- I think i did try them but they weren't doing anything and so i stopped
0: yeah i found that it has to have a bit of thc for me what about yeah. you jessica uh, well, I think all CBD,
1: there's no way to fully get all the THC out. So there's like trace amounts, even if it's just like pure. Right. Um. But I find like if you're ever cautious about anything, start with like a quarter of the recommended dosage. And then if you don't feel anything, like don't do it right away. But like the next time, do a half. The next time, uh-huh. do a full. And the next time, do like one and a half. Or, you know. Just don't like, eat the whole gummy. Because sometimes okay. you sometimes it <laughs> do, like because it, it really depends on your size too and totally. like your metabolism and what you totally. have to eat that day you're like
2: you know you i went to a wine bar last night okay Ooh. with with coworkers. yeah a wine bar it's a very fancy wine bar and you have to show proof of vaccination to get in so we nice. like mm-hmm. that a lot mm-hmm. yeah. and uh we had a new team member and i'm a super lightweight when it comes to drinking and too. I had one glass of wine and I was like, oh, fuck, I have to stand up. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I do? Will I be able to do it? I don't know. Let's do it and, real slow. And I'm, I love myself. I love my body. It's been getting a little bigger recently. And we love that for me and for all of me. We're proud of it and we're taking it on. And yet, my my alcohol tolerance uh, has not changed one bit. In fact, it may have gotten worse.
1: Well, because mm. you probably aren't hitting up the wine bar that, that that's often. That's true.
2: That's true. But I am drinking up the Negroni bar at home. Right. That's and true. yet,
0: I find wine hits me so hard. It yeah. does. It's just oh it's God. something that like maybe I'll have one or two glasses a year, depending on like the company and the event. It is not my friend. And I think no. it's delicious. And there's like the moment the first glass is always so great. And then the, I get a headache. And
2: Sure. Yeah. Sure. No. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for validating that. But I did get applause when I stood up. I said, oh. let's see if I can stand up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you.
2: <laughs> and I did Brian. it. And I stood on my two feet.
0: <laughs> Chris. Thanks.
1: Uh shall we do I mean that's a, a retail dream to me. Mm. You went to a place, you had a glass of wine, and then you stood up and, and you I got stood applause. Up.
2: <laughs> that's
1: great. Okay. And that's a great way to initiate a new uh coworker. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the... she's really impressed with you.
1: <laughs> wow. It really doesn't take a lot to uh
2: I just leaned over. I said, I'm a bit of a lightweight. <laughs> so Look out.
1: Look out. I mean, I can't even imagine if I had a glass of wine now, I would probably get a tattoo. Yeah, right. Um, Chris. Yeah. You said you have a retail dream.
2: I have a retail dream. Let's hear it. It started. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare and it turned Uh-oh. into a dream. Oh. So this past Sunday, I had to go to Georgia for work uh, to run a session um, with some people Vague, vague, vague. Uh, um, And (laughs) the next day, the CEO of the airline that I was flying was going to be speaking as well. So it was like like I had to get there and it, it had to go great. So I left on Sunday, even though the session was Monday afternoon. And... I don't know about you when when you all travel, like if you're super organized, I try to be super organized and then I start second guessing myself as soon as I start booking it. And then I realized, oh, I have to get some things printed for a successful meeting and I'm not going to be anywhere near like a Staples or FedEx office on Monday. So I have to do it on Sunday. And I realized I was going to land after they closed. Uh And so. I had already booked. I'm like, okay, I'm going to change my flight. And then I realized, now ah, there's a ton of standby room on the flight before. So I'm going to go for standby. And they said, okay, just, just show up 30 minutes before. Make sure you're at the gate 30 minutes before. So I do. And nobody's calling my name. And I'm kind of like eighth on the list. And then I'm like. 10th on the list I'm like going down and I'm like well okay like I'll problem solve this
1: this person ahead of you just had twins so <laughs> I,
2: all don't of know. A I don't know I don't know <laughs> what was happening and so I was like okay I," and I'm just trying to you know keep myself calm because it's not anybody else's problem it's just my problem so I don't need to put it on anybody else but I do go up to the ticket counter and I say hey I'm just flying standby should I wait until my name's called they're like yeah you're fine just wait I'm like great I'm over here super fine Everybody starts boarding and then they're like Chris Thornton. And I'm like, yes, they call my name and I go up and they give me a ticket and I'm going to be exit row, mm. uh, which is great for me. A yes. uh, little more leg room. So I'm really wow. happy about that. And it's a window seat. They're not even going to put me in the middle. So I wasn't wow. I was like, this is magical. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And I get on and there's a man on my seat. Mm. Now this happens before, and usually it's because somebody didn't read their ticket right, or you know they moved and they went sit beside somebody. So I'm like super nice, super calm. I'm just like, let's keep the good attitude going, right? Because I got on my flight, Mm -hmm. and it's a gentleman, and and he's like, no, this is my seat, and I'm like, great, got it, thank you. And I turned to the flight attendant who was right there, and I said. Uh you know my seat is occupied and she's like okay show me your ticket and then she he said to the man uh sitting in the seat could you show me your ticket and he did and they were both <gasps> labeled for the right the same seat Okay So now it's a system error
1: You had to scissor each other
2: <laughs> We did and um I don't mind the scissoring, right? <laughs> it's fine, but if I—I got to tell you, I'd like to have the bottom part of the scissor. Mm. I like to—I really like because otherwise I cramp up. Yeah, I already have tight hamstrings. Especially and so on a plane with
0: the pressure, it helps.
2: It really yeah, does you help. You have to wear those
0: right? special sex socks. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was afraid that you know he was there first, so he was, he was going to be. Bottom scissor, uh, and so once it's a system problem, it's like oh shit, what do we do? And mm-hmm. then I realize that it's a full flight, so Uh-oh. all of the seats are being are gone. Right, so I'm standing there with my bag, and I don't know if I'm going to get to sit down or if I'm going to be able to go to Atlanta at all. And and she says, hold on. The flight attendant says, I think he's in the wrong seat. Just hold on, because yours is correct.
3: Oh, and, but his oh. is correct, so
2: I don't know where she's going with it. Turns out he had been upgraded to first class. Oh. oh. She said to him, Sir, you've you've been moved to first class. So if you want to take your things, so you can go right up there. And he goes, No, I booked this. I want to sit with my wife. Now, people on Twitter later pointed out wife in quotes. We don't know. We don't know. Whatever their situation. We don't care. But they were <laughs> super close. He was like, I want to sit here with my wife. And he looked at me and he said, Go take my seat up front.
0: Whoa. Oh, so he knew that he'd I don't, been upgraded.
2: I don't no? know. I don't know. Okay, you're right. I shouldn't have no to that no, conclusion. No, no. I don't know. I don't know. And so then I looked at his wife, wife, or quote unquote wife, and I said, would you like to sit up front? And she goes, no, no. I want to <laughs> stay right here. You go up. You go up. So then I had to wait at the back of the plane because, you know, this we, we had backed everything up a bit. Mm-hmm. Wait at the back of the plane. It's starting to get a little scary. Am I going to be able to, will the, Will that seat be gone, right? Or is it? Is it still going to be open? And finally, I'm able to go up front and I sit in first class and it was great. Except there was a man in my seat.
3: Oh no.
1: When I get up
2: there.
3: It's like, sir, you've been like, upgraded
1: to pilot.
3: Oh
2: no. Oh no. And it turned out he had just snuck up to sit with his wife, who was in first class, and he was in business class. And they had asked permission, like, hey, can I move up once the door closes? And they're like, Yeah, yeah. And so he he went back to business class. He was fine. He was fine. I anyway, that was my retail dream. And the flight attendant just thanked me for being nice. About the whole thing. And I was just like, thank you. And it was just like, just stay calm the whole time. It'll all be okay no matter what. My problem isn't anybody else's problem. I'm lucky to get on this flight. And then I got I got to sit in first class, which was nice. And do you know what I did? I had two Diet Cokes. <laughs> yum, 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 yum.
0: <laughs> One of my favorite drinks. I wish more people
1: had that mentality of like, this is just my problem you know don't I don't, I I don't always calm, have that
2: mentality. I don't always have but it's it, but so I think helpful.
1: like it
2: is you don't it escalate is.
1: anything you don't stress anyone else like it's traveling right now is stressful enough. you don't need yeah, yeah, to yeah. be the guy who's in a huff, you know it's, it's for sure great. everyone I also benefits. I bet
2: deep I bet deep down I also was like I don't want my name to get to the CEO tomorrow. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, because he gets the list of everyone who was naughty or who's, nice on the plane. Naughty.
2: He gets a real naughty list. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: how I want to be a airline CEO now.
2: That was my dream. That was my retail wow. dream.
1: Never sat in first class, and at this point, I'm like, I, just, I just, can't see myself even on a plane again. So,
2: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. They're really good about masks, though, That's and good. keeping masks on and making sure, like, correcting people if the mask was down below the nose. Like, no, no, people were on it. That's
0: good. So much extra labor for people.
2: Truly. For Truly. People like in
0: those front-facing roles. Yep. Alicia, I do have you? A, yeah, I have two. I have two. Oh. So oh, one is, um, I am a fan of a brand of American-made boots called Red Wing. Of course. A friend of mine has admired a pair of mine for a couple of years. And I said, hey, like, I've read that it's best to go to a store and get sized. I bought mine online and I was, you know, wondering if I got the right size or not. So we had an adventure on Saturday. We donned masks and got in the car together and drove up to one of the stores and went in. And she fell in love with the boots, but they didn't have her size on the style that they always carry, they will always carry. But if she special orders it, it's a final sale without trying them on. Goddamn. So we had a very interesting conversation because if the stairwire always carries it and it's a model that they're out of the size in, so they need that size, it's a very standard size, and it doesn't fit her, they will still be able to sell it because it's rotating stock. That's right, yeah. So why would she be beholden to this very expensive purchase that may not fit her? And I wonder how you two feel about it because we yeah, had a good discussion.
1: I've never heard of
0: that policy before. I've never. Gravity heard. Pope has it as well hmm. for special orders, but not for like bringing in a size for you from another store.
2: Uh, hmm. hmm. Jessica, what do you think? How are you feeling about that?
1: I don't know. I would. I don't think I would do that because, like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to take on the policy <laughs> that they have in place, but. I don't know. Maybe I would just go to a different place and see if they don't
0: have that policy.
1: It's weird. What do you think? Well,
0: like you could just drive to their other store and get that boot or order it online and return it. Yeah. So it was at another location? Yeah. It's actually, there's like several places in town that carry that size as well.
1: Yeah. I would just do that, I guess, because I I drive. So I don't, I mean.
2: You would just drive over.
1: Yeah. I always do everything the hard way though. So don't listen to me. (laughs)
2: I want to like not be super luxury, but like I've been working with clients recently on like policy and then, you know, do the policy support the behavior that you want, mm-hmm. especially, especially around leaders. And I think, you know, they've got a policy here that just sounds runs counteractive to their brand. Yeah. And so I, I wonder why that policy exists in the first place, because I mean, is it a franchise? I. Then I can start to go, maybe, okay, Mm -hmm. then I'm kind of like, okay, I understand. But like people aren't, the system isn't working together then to support the customer, which is the real problem.
0: And the product is available in seasonal uh, colors, which may be difficult to sell if they were to order them in, say, a lavender or a pink or a blue. But this is like the traditional boot color that they've made for decades.
2: Yeah, that makes no sense. Sorry. Their policy is bad. I get why it's there, especially if they're a franchise, but it's not supporting the customer. It's not supporting the brand. So bad policy. Fix it, fuckers.
1: I didn't know there was pink, though. That changes everything. I would the do. The pink any-
0: are so beautiful. Anything they're- for a pair of pink boots. Mm. Um. And then my retail dream is a is uh, a last week I took a phone call from a consumer who was from Newfoundland, and their accent was so wonderful that mm. I hung up the phone and teared up.
3: Like, I cannot
0: get enough of that very Canadian accent. It's, it's so friendly, so polite, so humble. Um and I was trying to fix this leads into my next uh thing. I have a vacuum that broke and I'm trying not to just discard consumer goods. So I started taking it apart and seeing what broke. It's very clearly the hose. The hose at- hose attachment is replaceable, but I'm not able to get it out. So I would have to buy a whole new head for the vacuum, which I found online from a couple of different places, but one of them was in the UK. And at that point, it's the cost of almost a new vacuum, which right. is so shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did call somebody online. I can't remember what the name of the company was, but it was so sweet. It's like, Vacuums Online, something so... And I had like a 1-800 number, so I called this morning and asked about the part. And this is the sweetest Newfoundlander answered. <laughs> he's like, I'm so sorry, we can't get p- parts in because it's a Chinese company and COVID restrictions and trade complications have meant no parts are coming in from that company at all so I can't fix my my vacuum and I have to buy a new one but mm. I really just appreciated like that voice on the other end of the line giving me bad news like all bad news should be delivered to me by somebody from. <laughs> A Eastern, Mar- Br- yeah, yeah
1: a very kind maritimer yeah is there no like uh appliance repair shop in town that could help like or it has to be a
0: very specific part it's the whole base of the vacuum needs to be replaced but it clicks off mm-hmm. and can uh, and it's an older model but at some point before covid you could order it
1: i just feel I, I feel like i remember when you bought this vacuum like it's not that old
0: yeah i think it's five years old wow you know, shit's I know, still but I'm going to keep it and then keep my eye out for the part and then repair it and then give it to somebody who needs a vacuum. Something that's like good. that. Because I ordered another mm-hmm. vacuum today. It's really good. Because my house is very dirty.
3: <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that the hose was no, broken. It was just spraying
0: dirt everywhere. <laughs> so <it> was, <laughs> the suction was still working. But after I vacuumed, I'm like, it still feels really dirty. In here.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Such that's a dummy. I, that's I, every I time I gonna, use a vacuum.
2: I, Back room? What? Back what? Room. What? Back room? Every time
1: I vac my room, it's
2: wow. dirtier. Yeah,
0: I'll vac room.
2: I I do want to just get this uh attempt at a joke in before we're too far gone. Do you think the um the two people um from, from the eastern province know each other? Yeah, like, they're did they rev-
0: cousins. It could okay, be the same they, person.
2: Might be he could have been
0: calling me to complain about his cheese. <laughs> <laughs> from his fa- online vacuum store. My favorite. All right. It
2: was just part. in my head
0: i've never
1: been to newfoundland but i have been to pei and my favorite part about pei is how few digits there are on the license plate there's just t- it's like a few letters and then there's just two numbers and i love well, it nice. i love it it's one I've of never the most been. beautiful places
0: in the world it's so quaint I've never should... been
2: just had their muscles
0: yeah, yeah. muscles yeah got great great beaches. potatoes
2: Oh, I don't, yeah, so I don't know their potatoes. I don't know their potatoes. What they're
1: known for. Yeah, their seafood and potatoes. They got a potato museum there, I think.
2: Nice. Anakin Gables. Is this a segment?
1: Potato
2: business.
1: Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business.
2: I guess I need to know about their potatoes. I don't know about their potatoes. Please just make me smarter. Yeah, I think
0: they don't. They farm a lot of potatoes there, famously so. Um, that's their big crop. Maybe corn as well. I bet. I feel like that's a rotating crop. Are they for them. really
2: good potatoes? Like, are they special creamy potatoes? Or are they just abundant?
0: That's a really good question. I think it's a, probably branding and uh-huh. nationalism as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we have, have that way more with delicious. Idaho potatoes. Yeah. 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 There's nothing more it's delicious exactly than a fresh
0: like potato. Don't at me. But, <laughs> um, oh, I'll at
2: you and agree with you. At a, yeah. Alicia A. Tobin, yes, yes. Potatoes. <laughs>
0: I don't think that we see them as much out here on the west coast because I think our potatoes probably come from the prairies or yeah, around here somewhere.
1: Yeah. Too far to ship a potato across the whole country. Well,
2: listen, I'm on the east coast of the U.S., and uh, if
0: Maybe you could special order some, yeah, if it's any not too listener, far for you.
2: If any listener wants to ship me some potatoes um, from PEI, I, I, I would take them. I'll send you my home address. I'm not earth scared. Earth apples earth apples that's really nice yeah that's what they are yeah. it's, not, it's not true but Compe it's nice if well, you're well, French okay, that's what they are alright they are right you're right
1: earth apple <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing I, that was uh, perfect that was what was that that was not Earth Angel, that was you did Moon River, it was Moon River, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was Henry yeah. Mancini. I tried for one and the other came out because I was just, great. I'm an old man at heart. <laughs> um, you have a retail thing, I have a retail dream, and that's just that I love Figaro's Garden so much, it's my favorite uh plant shop in Vancouver. They're yeah. open very short hours. All the staff is so wonderful. They have a beautiful cat. They have an orange cat named Wilbur who lives there. Sometimes he's sleeping in his basket. And the staff there are so helpful. They've recommended products to me. And I have virtually eliminated my fungus gnat problem. So
3: Congrats. Thank
1: you. That's wonderful. Figaro's Garden is a retail dream. Every time I go in there, I find... I learned so much. It's just like a cool learning experience. And the staff there is very friendly and knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And it's like a very calm and beautiful space to be in as well. It's like very nicely kept.
2: Jessica, do they have the really expensive plants, you know, the very you know, the, the tiny plants that cost you an Bronze unreasonable Oh uh, uh, no, just like in general? Uh, Just in general, the fancy plants. And you're like, hey, you're like six inches tall, but you're a hundred whatever. What's happening here? I like those places because I like to visit those plants, but I don't want to buy them.
1: I find their pricing to be pretty reasonable. Like there was this beautiful inch plant, like the purple sort of inch plant which you normally see is sort of like long and can be get kind of stringy and viney but they had mm-hmm. a smaller version of it very small leaves that was in a a hanging basket that was it looked like a perfect like round head like it was just like a perfect oh, nice. little purple clown wig i loved it like it was so <laughs> perfect it was perfectly spherical the spot that they had it and i want and it was fifteen dollars i think oh great oh, and okay. it was you know okay. The size of like a giant—I don't know—football helmet or something. Oh, that's and I nice. had never seen that before. I'd never seen that variety of that plant before. So they—I don't know. I think they have like trees. You can buy like a ginkgo tree, but that's like a hundred and fifty bucks. But it's that's
2: know, very reasonable. Established
1: tree. Yeah, it's
2: very reasonable for a ginkgo.
1: Yeah, those things have been around since the dinosaurs. I mean, that's
2: so beautiful. Yeah, they're fantastic.
1: Um, so yeah, I've just, I feel confident in a way, like now that I have the knowledge passed down through the employees there, I feel more confident with my own plant skills and I'm keeping more things alive. I'm helping my friend, former guest Emmett Hall. I'm watering his plants and I'm repotting and I'm like wow. allowing everyone to thrive. And it's all thanks to Figaro's garden. So I love you guys. This is, uh, not a paid not a sponsored. This is not, not sponsors. Spon- just spon- pure love con. Yeah, I just love it. I just love it. It's the story is beautiful. Yeah, I'm like, who's who's Figaro? Why is his garden so great?
2: What's what's up with his garden?
1: Yeah. Oh, he, well, now we know. Like from like what? Who is? Is it like from the magic flute or something? Is Figaro? Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
2: I know I I I think I have a Bugs Bunny cartoon in my head right now. Yeah. And I'm not going to sing. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Figaro.
2: yeah. Could Let's also be one of Madonna's out. album. I'm
1: not going to oh, look yeah. at Madonna. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It could have been a Madonna album. You don't know. Probably. I hope. Get into the groove, boy. You got to prove your love to me. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: That's my favorite <laughs> Madonna song, I think. I mean, she's got a lot of hits, but that's.
2: Uh, my brother. Have I told you this story? My brother played that on our record player over and over that and lucky star over oh, and over and hero. i'm talking for hours for wow. hours
0: is big, fan.
2: big fan yeah big fan yeah.
0: yeah still
1: i don't know i don't
2: know yeah at what point do you stop talking about madonna
1: N- never apparently apparently never but now. between my brother and i yeah,
2: uh, He's asleep right now because he has to go out, uh, out and milk the cows right uh, in the morning. Oh. So otherwise I would text him about Madonna.
1: He's a real farmer man.
2: He is a real farmer man. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just thinking about getting ready for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was reminded, and I don't think I've talked about this. Maybe I have on CarbFace, my podcast that I have with Lori Wooliver. Uh, subscribe five stars.
3: Excellent
1: show, uh,
2: but I can't remember. Is uh, this one man show that I developed in college and performed in churches
0: as a replacement
2: <laughs> for the sermon when the when the uh, preacher wanted to go on vacation? Uh, oh. I would, I I sold it as hey it's summer I will come around and tour and then like throughout the year I'll come around and and I, it was a front porch of a farmhouse my dad my built gosh. the
1: set. Oh my gosh.
2: So I would assemble it just with pins, like it would all hook together, screen door, everything. Fantastic. And I would come out and I'd be like a 78-year-old man. A farmer I love man.
1: That's so much. In,
2: in the bib overalls and flannel shirt, little red handkerchief, and a, a little candlestick. And and it was it was about his loss of faith and then coming back to God, blah blah blah. But uh, through the death of his wife, he had a crisis of faith, and then you know whatever. Uh, but it was lots of fun. But then I realized uh, I have been a farmer man, and I've been holding it back from wow. the two of you, and I really apologize for that.
0: Did someone say
1: Farmer Man? <gasps> hey, Farmer Man. Hey, guys. If you say his Farmer name man? five times, he appears. He's like candy did.
2: man. <laughs> hey, Farmer Man. How are you?
0: I'm really good. It's really nice to see you both. Um, I think I, I saw that play once.
2: <laughs> yeah? It was good. Oh, thank you so much. Did you cry? Uh-
0: right wow, so hard.
2: It's I mean, real sad.
0: I really thought that you had some really good overalls, but I call my overalls a birthday suit because I would get <laughs> a new pair every birthday.
2: Did you tell people that you got your birthday suit for your birthday?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but they would always look at me real weird, and then I found out what a birthday suit meant. And I don't know about you, but my dangler's not out in the
1: wind. <laughs> But you did have to stop calling people and telling them that you were wearing your birthday suit. I did. That was yeah. court mandated.
2: Well, it yeah. You had some visits from the yeah. police, and that, that happened. Um, farmer man, where have you been? I've been at the hay hole. <gasps> oh. Wait,
0: what do you do in the hay hole? I'm going to move the hay from one hole to another hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Then
0: the mm-hmm. next day, I move it back. Mm-hmm. Is that a bar, or is it a
1: toilet or is it both or it's a, a hole
0: just a hole yeah mm-hmm. it's not a hay toilet okay,
2: okay. fine that's yeah. fine fair enough um, Tobin
0: said that I needed a job so I got a job but At you a hay hole mm-hmm. I mean I get it Sorry.
1: Go ahead, no, Go I, ahead. I, I think we're we, both
2: concerned and excited
1: Yeah we've just established that Farmer man you're a senior is that correct Like, I, Yeah you know. but I'm real bored Yeah okay so it's not like a money thing It's just to, to keep mm-hmm. you busy I don't get
0: okay. paid for this job Okay. Oh gosh Fair okay
2: mm-hmm. Um. Do they know that you're doing it
0: There's no one there It's okay. just me okay. it's my enterprise It's my small mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. 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 I'm a small and, business owner
2: I love that. We love our small business owners. They're really the backbone of um, everything. Uh, can you um, just tell me a little bit more about the hole?
1: Yeah. The diameter. How big, the how di- big
2: is it? How big is the yeah. hole?
1: Girth.
3: Hmm.
2: How, big, on, is big. Hole? how big is your
1: hole? How big is your hole? I really need to learn.
0: My hole is 8 by 10 meters long. Meters. (laughs) Meters.
2: So, real big hole. It's a gaper, isn't it? That's great. Yeah, I I made
0: it in Stanley Park this summer, and then I trained a bunch of coyotes to keep it safe. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, man.
2: Oh, I. Oh, um, can I ask? And I'm. I just got in my head an image of you snuggling with the coyotes. Is that Mm. wrong or is that accurate? They
0: don't like that so much. But what they do like is singing to them. Oh.
2: What do you sing?
0: I just tell them like how beautiful they are and how much they look like foxes, but bigger. Well, gray foxes. Do they like that? Yeah. Yeah, they howl along. And they chipper. They're like chipper kind of. They make a chipping noise. Mm -hmm. Like a clicking Mm -hmm. and funny little noise. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's nice. Do they
2: have they ever fallen into the hole? Oh, it's a yeah. Big hole. It's not deep. Oh, how deep is it? Mm,
1: two feet? Okay.
2: Okay. 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 Yeah. Can, I, can I do you mind these questions? Because I find you fascinating.
0: <laughs> no, I don't mind. I like attention. It's when? lonely out in the woods when you're not allowed home to use your own yeah. hay toilet.
2: Alicia, what are
0: you doing to Farmer Man? Listen, Farmer Man is doing fine. He knows I'm working from home right now. And we had a discussion about what might make him happy. And he loves to dig holes and move (laughs) hay. And it's the best I could come up with. I could not have anticipated the disaster that would become... Digging a hole in Stanley Park and training yeah. coyotes to the protect the hole. hole. Yeah. The but hole. that's I not mean, on
2: you. No, you fair didn't enough. do that. No, that's and, not and you, his intentions Alicia. were
0: completely pure. He was not taking selfies with the coyotes, he was not feeding them. Mm. Um, that happened as a secondary response okay. to the army of coyotes.
2: Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, and once you so get so the coyotes, sorry. you got to feed them. Yeah. I mean, it's really on you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are hungry. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, but
0: they eat rats, which are. That's pl- uh, pl- oh, what like. Farmer Man
2: feeds them. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Now, can I? It is farm. Farmer you Man, you're it? not on Zoom. Can you come back so we can see you? Hey, Chris. Okay. Hey, uh, I just have some questions about your hole.
1: Um, <laughs> why?
2: What's the magic of two feet deep? I guess I'm. <laughs> I'm confused about. And, and I like it. I like the confusion because I know I'm going to learn at the end of it. But can you help me understand why you would put a hole? It's just two feet deep, like eight by ten. Meters. Meters. And then so. two
1: feet. So it's like it's like a kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. It's like a wading pool of hay. What do
2: you, why, why do you put it in the hole? Because I want to learn.
0: Well, it's kind of fun if you just jump into it. But it's not deep enough to get hurt. So, I can't be there all the time. And the coyotes aren't really interested in keeping people safe. So, I thought just two feet would be the safest hole size. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And did you do a no diving sign? Do you have some no diving signs? You no, know, you like can, the head first? You,
0: you can dive because of the hay.
2: Because it's so soft. So
0: soft. Two Softest feet. hay in the West Coast. Okay. So this is like a Scrooge McDuck. I just want to pop in here and let you know how much hay costs. I didn't realize, but when I suggested that Farmer Man start his own hay hole business, yeah. that I would have yeah, to put sure. the bill for the softest hay in the West Coast.
2: How much is it?
0: And it
1: costs a few hundred count?
2: dollars. Oh my, yeah. okay, okay. But yeah. is he...
1: It, you just made the initial investment in like a couple bales, and he's just moving it <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. But the
0: more you move it, he the losing? less hay there is. Okay, like, the, the wind, see, it up. The wind is I taking it, was it away.
2: Loose. I, I don't know about
0: that initially in my business plan. I thought it would be fine. Yeah, it's it's okay it loose? Farmer, is just it still in the happy? bale?
2: I'm confused. Is it in the bale or it's is it loose? loose.
0: You have oh, to see. Geez. it. I'll send you pictures. Oh, I'm worried. Separated it's... it into flakes. So and what he didn't anticipate is that oh, it would also no. become a toilet for the coyotes. Oh, and the raccoons. No. So now it's oh. a biohazard.
1: Yeah, that's got disease in it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, it's my hole farmer man i think we gotta just maybe you know write off stanley park like it was an experiment we tried you know it,
2: it's okay to learn yeah isn't it it's okay yeah. to try things and learn yeah,
1: farmer man, you we can just blow the bridges and it's it's gone well,
2: yeah. farmer man how deep would you like like if it weren't in a park where people could get hurt but where it was in a private place how deep would your hole be
1: yeah What's My the hole? deepest?
2: What's your maximum hole? depth? Like ideal ideal deep hole. How down how down would you go?
0: <laughs> I think that I think that city folk don't realize how dangerous a hay hole can be.
2: Oh, I sure do. I no. I've stacked hay, I've baled hay. I'm on board. I, I really get it.
0: You want it to be shallow enough that if someone fell in, they mm-hmm. could get out. Okay. So no more than four feet, I think. Okay. Okay. Gotta have a good upper body strength.
2: Alright. so up to many people's bellies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ch- to my shoulders.
2: Chest chest hay. <laughs> chest hay. Your yeah. your shoulders, my Jessica. Chest, that's right. But hay. we could still see your <laughs> chest hay. I could still see your face.
1: Yeah, but not my chest. Surrounded
2: right? by the hay. Well listen, I I don't know how you're making money off of it. But oh, that's I'm not, not making money that's, here. Okay.
0: Don't tell Alicia. I'm right Do, here. Sh-
2: Alicia just he's trying to figure things out. Uh farmer man, what do you th- how do you think you will make money off the hay <laughs> Will you charge admission?
0: Emma, you know, it's been really nice being on a podcast, um but I got to go. Hank wants to hang out. Okay,
2: I didn't know. I'm sorry. I get I'm it. A, i hi hey, Hank.
0: Well, next time,
1: next time, maybe we can work on that uh, business proposal. And Okay, I love you both I so much. I have thoughts. I have it's, thoughts. Thank it's you. so nice to see you, Farmer I'm you. glad
2: you're, you're thriving and you look great. Be well. Bye. I like your birthday suit. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Bye, Farmer Man. Please don't, please don't bring any more hay into the house. I can't Ugh. make any promises. Yeah, this is why your vacuum broke, I think, maybe. Well, it's funny yeah. you should mention, like, Hay really gets stuck in that rotating part of the head and you have to it like, sure flip does. it over. He winds
2: it around. Cut it out. Yeah. Complicated.
0: But he's happy. Like he was really having a tough time.
2: He, he looked great.
0: Well, I mean, he's outside in the fresh air all day. We've had no rain. And yeah, he just really thrives outdoors. And he's got a nice place to stay at night. And mm. he's made some friends in the park and... Yeah, he's happier than he's ever been, and I was worried at the beginning of the pandemic he had disappeared for so long. Yeah, he yeah. was
2: free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting, yeah. listening to every was episode, just waiting. Having sex with
0: Sybil Shepherd, so
2: yeah, that's I mean, right. And you don't stop. I don't that. really
0: know what's gone on with that. Like, are they still together? Is there a plan now that the borders kind of open? I'd be happy to send him over. We should get or her on her the up. podcast. Yeah, yeah. We should have Sybil on the podcast. Yeah. What else is she doing?
2: I do just want to point out, and I don't know that anyone else saw, but he did have a coyote inside of his overalls.
0: In his back And pocket. we didn't yeah. talk
2: about that, but I saw yeah. it. But it was just
0: a I know. I know. Yeah, but it was,
2: ugh. Hank.
0: It's tough. Hank, like, come on. He, the coyote, and Hank get up to, like, a lot of snacking at night, and I wake up, <sighs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. all of my expensive, gluten-free, like, grain-free hey treats are gone all the meat's gone but the boxes are there just
1: but they've been replaced with hay because he thinks like it's like when you're a teenager you're like well i'll just top up the vodka bottle with water and no one will Mm. notice and you're like i can tell the difference
0: yeah
2: i know what hay is
0: and i also Mm. don't know what to anticipate when a coyote reaches like puberty yeah but it can't be good
2: i would hide your pillows hormones that's yeah. just me no
0: i just replaced them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're gonna
2: <laughs> lock them up
1: they're gonna turn into they're gonna Swiss get wet. Cheese. yeah
0: yeah well it was nice to see him he's been really like trying to get on the podcast most episodes and i always just kind of put my hand out and,
2: and oh tell him we need time. to check on him yeah more. i think a lot of people worry about him and love him so much
0: yeah, yeah. like he's he's barely talks his voice is changing so much <laughs> yeah I,
2: I didn't i think it was just congestion from the hay he's getting a That's second what I, puberty
1: i yeah. know my friend robin was concerned she was texting me as she was going through all of our back catalog and she's like is farmer man okay and i was like you'll have to keep listening to see
0: so he's more than okay and yeah. um, i love him so much he's been such a huge blessing in my life and uh he also has this like skeleton key for all the porta potties wow oh, so that's he great like, though he has an online blog about the best porta potties in the city wow that's him i didn't know yeah i'm a big fan okay. yeah he okay. really likes the pink ones
1: yeah toily time toily time <laughs> tiny toilety time um and it's made from a real skeleton's bone
2: the key that's right. from the dick of course it is <laughs> the yeah. Bone. yeah yeah a,
1: the hey. human bully stick
2: it's not that long, which is surprising.
1: Yeah, it's a bit mm. of a chode bone.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bolty,
0: Cam, Sam, yeah. Girth, yeah. Girthy, Girthy, chode yeah, bone. But
2: that it can open up anything.
0: <laughs> mm, sure can. Um, next segment. Sure, yeah, Chris, yes. you and your
1: family just went on vacation.
2: Oh my god! I was we very did.
1: excited because for a brief moment you were considering visiting our city of Vancouver. But we you were got,
2: just gonna come up and visit the two of you. Like yeah. is that weird? Not
1: at all. Not at all. We would have been like, Hello, uh family, where your dad's friend. And they would have <laughs> been like, internet. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah, we know. We know retail nightmares. And it. they'd be
2: like, let me tell you about my bad experience, right? <laughs> um
1: But you got close.
2: Uh, we got so close. We went to Seattle And we went to Portland. And we just didn't have enough time and to go across the border. But from choose.
1: you can extrapolate what Vancouver is like. I loved
2: it. I really, really loved it.
1: It's like that, but Uh, more Canadian. But more north.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nicer. For sure. Um, I was really... It was just very, very nice. It was great to see a new part of the country. And... Just have after staying mostly within the New York area and New Jersey area uh, to to just go see something completely different. And we ended up going to so many great places. So food wise, Uh, my favorite place, though, was Rachel's Bagels and Burritos, which you're like, oh, bagels and burritos. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. They're breakfast (laughs) burritos. They're great. They're great. They're fantastic. And we're real particular like New York thinks they have the best bagels. They don't. New Jersey does. And I am not like being like oh, New Jersey because I didn't grow up here, so I don't really care. But I just want you to know they're like really good, really fluffy and chewy, but not dense where New York okay. gets a little dense. And you're mm-hmm. like, hey, like I'd like to be able to eat this someday.
1: Yeah, I want to chew again in the
2: rest of I want to chew again. I just don't I don't want to pretend like I'm teething like a baby and just need to gnaw on something <laughs> right to make it. Anyway, I have a question well, to ruin yeah, your go. story. No, I didn't. Um, it wasn't a good so story. Anyways. Go. as a
0: an ex-Montrealer, I try to think about what makes Montreal bagels special, uh-huh. and I know they're different from New York bagels, but I never had a New York bagel. But the New York, the Montreal bagel is crunchy on the outside and soft and chewy on the inside.
2: That's nice. And I
0: think that something it all has to do with. Oh, I'm dumb.
2: That's <laughs> okay. You were so close before you had that stroke. It keep it have going a lot to do there. with
0: um, where they're made, like altitude
2: and. In a hay hole. The and the <laughs>
0: does that have anything to do with the hay hole?
2: I don't. You know, I don't know the difference between. Um, I've never had a Montreal bagel, but I've heard about them, and I'm excited to try them someday.
1: I've tried both.
2: What do yeah, you think do you is think? the difference?
1: I mean what do you I, t- let me answer your question with another question how do Great. you feel about bialys
2: I feel good about them but they would I would choose a bagel before a bialy Okay what's a, a bialy
1: It's like a softer I don't even know how to describe I just remember going to like Russ and Daughter one time and they were out yeah. of the bagel that I wanted but they were like we make this one on a bialy and I was like let's fucking go buddy Can I
2: can I talk some shit Yes Yeah I went to Russ and Daughters Like, this is a big fucking deal. And I've not even said this. Like, I didn't even say anything online about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Bad bagels. Yeah.
2: Bad. Bad.
1: You got to go to the same vehicle. I stopped
2: eating it. My wife and I were like, what is this? Like, this isn't the fish. Amazing. Amazing. The the fish that they make there. Not good. This is a New York place for, and it's really, really famous and beloved. But I got to tell you,
1: they do have cookies
2: okay the black and white cookies
1: i had a black and white
0: cookie there
2: there you go there you go i got the regula it was fine
0: yeah it was fine but regula can can be very dry
2: oh boy can can it ever add more cream cheese to that dough and i'm serious um it'll lighten it up and make it more tender but listen back to the bagels if that's okay i had the best bagels i've ever had ever in seattle Ooh. And it was at Rachel's Bagels and Burritos. And the best breakfast sandwiches that I've ever had there. Like, they had a za'atar bagel that was so oh. wonderful. Ooh. And they had something else, and I can't remember what it was, and it was so, so good. Um, but they also had this amazing biscuit, and I'm a big fan of biscuits.
3: <coughs> Tell me more.
0: Uh-oh. Jessica? Where did Jessica go?
3: She's preoccupied. Hello. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Oh, no. Oh it's no. biscuit demon. Oh No, no, no. You no. called forth a biscuit demon from this conversation, Chris. Oh, no. This is, how are we going to put it back in? What kind of biscuit did you consume?
2: Biscuit demon. Hello. First of all, an honor. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, it was it was very tall. It was very fluffy, but it was super buttery and crunchy.
0: <gasps> oh my crunchy
2: God. on the top. with bones it was no, Almost no, like
0: a scone.
2: No, uh, it wasn't with bones. What did you put on it? Like, hair or blood? Semen? Well, (laughs) semen was later, uh, but it wasn't on the biscuit. uh, And uh, it it was vacation after all. But where uh, it ended up was just this homemade raspberry jam. And so I I would just rip off part of the biscuit and I would dip it into the jam and, you know, like swoop it in there like it was nacho cheese dip. I deep fisted it, yeah, yeah, into the raspberry jam like it was nacho cheese and then came up and then. I stood in front of the window uh, of our hotel and and just ate this biscuit, and it was the best biscuit I've ever had.
3: Like a true grunge man. Yeah! Yes.
2: Oh, do you know what? I then went to, I went to, uh, like, the pop culture museum, and they had a whole thing about Nirvana and how much they love biscuits. Yes, and how stinky their bones were. That's right, that's right, and they had many, many bones on display, and it was nice. That's so stinky. I I, I hang out with many uh, former grunge frontmen in hell. Okay. In hell? Yes, we jam often. Oh, that sounds what good. What instrument
0: do you play, Biscuit Demon? A triangle. <laughs>
2: oh, that's the best! <laughs> do you know why that's the best? Because it's made of bones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it it's made, that's it's right. Stinky. They're stinky bones. Stinky, stinky bones. it made of, bones. of a
3: wishbone? <laughs> it's made out of Scott
2: Whalen's pelvis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and he had one of the most beautiful... I mean, oh, he, those hips, they hey, certainly don't lie. He still thrusts. <laughs> uh, that's great. He's the snake dancer in our jam band in hell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> Chris,
0: before um, we move on, I do hmm. have a question
2: for you.
3: Okay.
0: When I'm traveling and I find a place that I like, I will like eat an entire meal there. Yeah. Maybe like a larger meal than usual, but also take back to the hotel or to wherever I'm staying. All the other things that I absolutely need to try. Okay. Is that what happened for you? Because so, you were there. You were having different sandwiches. Yeah. How many times did you go?
2: So we went twice, but I'm... Okay. a what what I end up doing, and I know it, it can be wasteful, so I just want to prepare people who have a problem with food waste. Like, get prepared because this isn't going to oh, feel I don't. good. Give okay. Give me the waste. <laughs> yeah, I I throw this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sip it. <laughs> <laughs> I will use my silicone straw to sip your waste.
0: That's not your straw. That's Thank my you. straw. Please don't use it. Nice.
2: I mean, I, we gotta stay green. We gotta share, we do, <laughs> it's reuse, gotta share. recycle. That's absolutely, absolutely reuse and share. Um, so I will, I will order pretty much everything I want to eat and taste, and then you know I will will share it amongst the family, or will you know my wife and I all order a sandwich and then trade, and you know. That's cute. We get we get bits and bites, but I always think that I'm gonna eat it. We turn we turn out not to be a leftover family. We don't eat leftovers. <gasps> oh. Like very very. Yeah, I know it's really hard. So we make just enough. I don't. My wife has a thing about leftovers, but she's getting more accepting of them.
3: Please call me.
2: Like just... Oh, I will. Oh, we don't throw things away. But if I ever have any, like we just make enough that we eat. Oh, right. So it's not like we're ma- making excess that then goes away every once in a while. We, like, sure. m- yeah, you make a nice be... salad. That'll keep fine. I'll eat it for lunch tomorrow. But otherwise.
0: I'm similar, actually. Like, I can only eat unless it's like something I really love, like just like eggs and toast or well, sure. um, bones. Bones. Stinky. <laughs> the stinkiest. Bones and lymph. That's oh right. gosh!
3: Um, yeah. To
2: gnaw on a node.
0: What about tripe? Oh yes, the
2: stinkier, the better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you have some leftovers, you can always stick it into a tube. If you plug the tube into the ground, like a yeah. hay hole, you know, any sort of hole, sure. wait a second. And you know, you recite my name a few times and you say a little special prayer and you sing Big Bang Baby or any really any grunge. <laughs> <laughs> grunge anthem. You could sing uh, temple of the dog, hunger strike, any That's of right. That's my right. I mean my personal favorite is anything by Mother Lovebone, but I will I will get your waste and I will lick it and sip it. That's nice. Now yes. I have a song that I do like to sing to make my wife laugh. Uh mm. it's not quite grunge, but it feels grungy, like a little grungy. It's glycerine. Are you okay with that song? Oh yes. yes. <laughs> and I just I just stand there and say over and over. Bush. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right.
3: I love, I love a good
2: bush. I thought you might. Yes. I thought so. Stinky. Okay. <laughs> Um, so stinky. Uh, we did have a terrible hotel in Seattle and I won't name it because we, I did say I would like a significant discount over our horrible experience. So we say we did get quite a bit of money back, but again, very, very respectful to the front staff. And I said, it's not your fault. I know it. However, this was a nightmare and I didn't sleep for four nights. What can we do? Oh my Uh, gosh. What can you tell
0: us? Will you be able to share details without betraying the, the,
2: If you ever need a place in Seattle, sure, I'll let you know. Be careful near the uh, the uh, Space Needle. Look around. (laughs) Look around. Be careful. That's right. (laughs) That's right. It was. It's an inverse. It's Uh, done. Yeah. 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 It's more like a tunnel instead of a. A, a hole into the ground yeah yes. and you can put food in a tube and put it down there
0: but was could you not sleep for four nights because of other people's noise
2: well we thought yeah yeah
0: okay yes. yeah, so it's yeah like, it sounded worst. like
2: it sounded like children jumping and running it all night me I know, uh, I know. Whenever I, I get want into to a hotel,
0: anything. I uh, unless I'm completely exhausted, like any noise will keep me. Like For the sure. noise in the hallway can be what yes. people get up to is like so fucking crazy because they're partying and they're not there on a family vacation or a business trip.
2: And I don't it party. was not a Look child. At me. It was Chris Cornell and I jamming. ideas, you know when the inspiration hits you, you gotta jam on that triangle. Is that is that Black Hole Sun? yes <laughs> yes i thought i heard it i yes. thought i heard it we thought why don't you would. come yes we thought and we wash away the pain yeah i like call son well we were
3: trying to do like Won't a little come? uh a weird style <laughs> and so it was, fuck my son, <laughs> fuck my <laughs> son. Oh, wow
2: that's nice yeah. Ooh, i like it yeah. i like it
3: has Weird Al dominated the
2: parody charts? <laughs> it's your time. It's, it's Biscuit time. Demon's time. Ah, oh, do you know when the time is? It's now. Speaking that's when of time, it is. That's my time. Thanks for
3: having me. <laughs> bye, <laughs> Biscuit Demon. Bye, bye. Oh my god, I
1: feel Jessica. So... That was
2: really not okay. So
1: weird. Oh my god, I feel like it I didn't just... feel good on this side barfed out of my soul what happened
2: uh we just talked about grunge and so maybe that's just a grunge Biscuit demon
0: was really like it was really good to see them after this amount of time yeah biscuit demon was here fuck that's right that's right
2: yeah i talked about biscuits and bagels it happened it's like the
1: moon it's like there's a certain time when our realms are like the barrier Mm. between is slightly thinner so i feel like if like my cycle synced up with the moon That's and like i right. made a eye breeze. contact with yeah. a bird like there's like i'm not even kidding there's like this night bird you know i i sure. still i still hear the call of the night bird and so like it's just out there calling to me and when that happens i sort of get like i get fixated and then i just lose time
2: and the biscuit demon was here well listen it was um upsetting but also fun
1: but you had a good time on your trip
2: we yeah, it's it's good to go places and see parts of the world yeah. that you haven't, even if it's your own country. It's you nice. went to
1: Haystack Rock, that was exciting. Yeah, to Haystack Rock, yeah, in
2: Oregon. We did stay on. Uh, we did an Airbnb outside of uh, outside of Portland, about an hour in a tiny little farming town, oh. and of maybe a thousand or two thousand people max, called. Sublimity, which made me laugh, made me laugh. Uh, But we stayed in a farmhouse, and it had the best cat outside. It was just like the most snuggly, snuggly farm cat ever. And that's all my kids did was just they sat outside on the front porch and played with the cat.
0: That's lovely.
2: It was wonderful. It was wonderful. That's all you can ask for is a good pet encounter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Well, this brings us to our final segment, the most important segment, the heart of the podcast. It's Puppo of the Week. Chris, who's your puppo of the week?
2: My puppo of the week is the entire cast of the Broadway show Hades Town.
0: Oh. oh you saw that last night, right? We
2: saw it last night, took the family. We were supposed to go right, you know, when the pandemic hit, obviously didn't, and bumped our tickets a couple of months here or there, and then finally they were like, let's just cancel. So they gave us our tickets back, and then we tried they said, hey, we're booking again. And we're like, yeah, let's go as soon as we can. So they've been open since the beginning of September. And I really, really love that musical so much. If you don't know it, please, please listen to it. If you have like a streaming service, um, it is so worth it. And if you don't believe in streaming services, I apologize. But if you do believe in streaming services, uh, it's really wonderful. It's it's just like the best uh, musical that I know of right now. Nice. Uh, it's a it's a. The myth of, uh, oh, fuck, I'm never going to remember Orpheus and Eurydice. There it is, Orpheus oh, and wow. Eurydice. And so, like, Eurydice goes to hell uh-huh. uh, and goes down into Hades, and Orpheus goes after her. And I'm not spoiling, it's like thousands of years old. Yeah. All they have to no. do is walk out and not turn around, and he turns around, right, as they're stepping out. And she's condemned Hades. But it takes place in like it feels like New Orleans. Um, it's very storyteller um type of, of songs, so very storyteller-driven songs. It's really, really gorgeous music, and that cast just brought so much joy to the audience. Like it was almost a standing ovation when it started. You could tell, like, people oh, wow. were like, Should oh, we just wow. stand up for them? And that cast was just. So beautiful and brilliant. And there's a hole in the middle of the stage that goes up and down. And so I think Farmer Man might like it. Biscuit uh-huh. Demon might like it as well. Yeah. Uh, and so when, when and I'm not spoiling anything because they deal with it. It's like, hey, you've heard the story before, but you do hope that it's going to end differently next time. That's why we tell these stories to each other, is that maybe it'll turn out differently next time. So she does go down into a hole in the ground at the very end. That again farmer man oh so much hay down there so much hay <laughs> anyway beautiful beautiful
1: hay tease. <laughs> hey oh no, my god now you get it
2: you're right okay so that's my pup of the week
1: nice that's so exciting
2: it was fun it wasn't that's fun show. to be that close to people uh but we did have to show our vaccination card so that felt really good
1: so is it still like i guess for a Broadway show because the cost is so high for like a production of that size you need you can't do like a reduced capacity for the audience I don't think so okay
2: I don't
0: think so do you is like in terms of like the where the culture is at where you are masks inside
2: oh yeah oh and all the time like they would kick you out if you're New York is
0: like really like really took it seriously it sounds like
2: we pretty seriously yeah
0: well obviously because so many people died here yeah. yeah yeah. So devastating. Yeah. I'm always curious about like what's happening. Like where my dad is in Oregon, he still wears masks, but he says it's like, you know, it's really a very mask optional culture. Hmm. And uh, most people are kind of opting out. Yeah. Well, we had, we have a health crisis again in Alberta and they just like, sh- we watched them shit the bed and then now the bed yeah. is like overflowing. Um, but they were like, yeah, no more masks, no more testing.
2: Oh, no. It was
0: wild. So I'm we're, so sorry. Well, everyone, one thing, here's my first Pupo of the Week. My Pupo of the Week is the um, specialist I heard on CBC, The Current, today, who asked for people to not stick to the anti-vax narrative so strongly and understand that there's still lots of barriers for people to get vaccinated, including single parents, yeah. cultural barriers and accessibility and that it's really is a policy failure and a mm-hmm. failure of the system. And it's very easy for us to, you know, identify anti-vaxxers as the issue, but they're, they're part of the issue, not the whole issue. So I, I appreciated that because I, I can really get stuck on something. So that person whose name I forgot and role, I forgot <laughs> he's a puppo, And my second puppo was my dog, Hank. Oh, um, Hank. He's had a stomach problem for several years several weeks uh, which brings me to his the third papo his vet called today before she went on vacation to check in on him and then to leave backup prescriptions if things get worse and i was just like wow. just she's such an incredible so person yeah and she made a really great joke because she's going on vacation i asked her where and she said east vancouver
3: <laughs> i was like
0: that's <laughs> so great and then she's like i live there and i was like i figured staycation yeah, so those are my puppos so three. How about you, Jessica? Uh, my popo is
1: a cat uh, mm-hmm. who I've mentioned before. Her name is Luna. She's mm-hmm. a rare pupo. Uh, She lives at the top of a hill. And Jay and I were on a long walk to show former guest Hiller Goodspeed and his partner Aaron this bush that is like... Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Great song. Uh, it's, we call it the blurry bush. It's this really tall hedge that if you look at it, it sort of makes your eyes like play tricks on you. Cause it, you just like, can't focus on it. It has to do with like the sort of like f- fractally nature of how the pine needles or whatever stick out. I don't know how it works. It feels like, you know, the 69th wonder of the world. Um, so we, we've been talking with Hiller for so long to be like, he's like, I got to see this blurry bush. Um, so we took him and his partner on this long walk and there's this one point in the walk where you can end it one way. Or if you go up a very steep hill, there's a slight chance that you might be able to see this beautiful cat. And at first we didn't think she was there, but then she came running out Ah. and she's so beautiful. She's like long, long fur, just like beautiful eyes. She's sort of like a pale with some dark brown um, and she's so fluffy and I love her and I picked her up and Jay took a photo of me holding her and then, um, told me that it looked like it should be like in Italian Vogue or something. Cause I look like I am some sort of, I look like I own the, uh, the home that she's in front of here. I'll show it to you.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're both looking in the distance. <laughs> yeah. Distance. I love that.
1: We look like we're posing like, yeah. uh, That's models. such a great photo. Uh, but I just love Luna. She's so nice. And it was, it's also nice when you take a friend on a walk and you, you know, you sort of say like, there's the potential that this cat could be here, this dog. And, you know, like when none of them are out, it's sort of like a bit of a, you feel like you've taken them on a wild cat chase.
3: Yeah. But yeah. she, she but delivered. Luna delivered.
1: She did. I love her. Love her to bits. She's also just like at this majestic peak of this hill where you can see out and see the mountains and the ocean. And She gets it. Yeah, she's a queen.
2: She knew. Yeah. She knew you were coming.
1: I love her. I just love that cat. And it's like a, it's a rare thing. Like, I think I've only seen her like a handful of times.
2: Jessica, can I say something to you? Mm-hmm. I think it is magical the way cats are drawn to you.
1: Aren't they, like, this with everyone, though? Like, I don't think it's just me.
2: No, it's just you.
0: I don't get to meet any cats anymore. Well, it's that's
2: because you got you. Hank
1: with you.
0: But I think that, like, you put it out there and they pick it up, you know?
2: I really believe that. I believe that. I think that. that
0: animals know that you are a safe space. <laughs> well, that's I think all I can ask for,
2: really. One of my daughters has that as well, where, mm. like, cats will just absolutely be drawn.
1: I always thought it's because I'm to allergic her. to cats and cats seem maybe. to know when you're allergic.
2: That could be too.
1: Cause I always thought I like Jay it. has this ability. Like, cause if you think I've got it, he's got it times 10, but that's maybe cool. I've learned from him over the, over the years. I just
2: think it's really nice. I think it's a really neat thing that happens. Oh, that's it.
1: Well, thank you. I, I also enjoy it. It's also, you know, if I didn't have that, I would not really encounter Animals at all, so I'll take what I can get.
2: I've seen your skunks; I know oh,
1: they're so cute. They're right outside, right outside the. Balcony. They terrify me. They're not for everyone.
2: They scare me almost as much as tattoos. Mm.
1: You get got get a, tattoo a skunk
0: tattoo? Oh my god!
2: Yeah, yeah. all I my would. fears. Than a baby skunk. Oh, all my totally fears, will. right on my body.
0: They're a little. You should water. get a uh, tramp stamp of a tattoo. Yeah. A tramp stamp of a baby skunk.
2: Maybe I'll put it on front though.
0: Yeah. Can I do a the front stamp?
2: Just so my wife can <laughs> really enjoy it. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. This has been Retail Nightmares podcast. It is late in New Jersey. And Chris, we can't believe how lucky we were to have you on as a guest this evening. Aww. How funny you are. If people want to listen to your podcast, how would they do that?
2: Oh, you can just go anywhere podcasts are sold. It's called Carb Face. <laughs> uh, my podcast co-host says the name properly, which is Carb Face for radio. But I just like Carb Face. But you should listen because sometimes we put out a podcast periodically and they're pretty fun. Lori Oliver is my podcast co-host. She has a book coming out, an oral autobiography of Anthony Bourdain. Alicia, I saw that you were able to view an advanced copy and uh, you seem to be touched by the work.
0: Oh, it's incredible. And I know that there's been changes and there's been more interviews since I read it. Hmm. And I did not know a lot about Anthony Bourdain at the beginning. Uh, But he is a, I watched his show with my dad. And uh, so it's sort of special. It was really like amazing to be asked to do that, but also to learn about someone through the eyes of his peers and his friends and his family. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Really stunning book. I highly recommend it.
2: I can't so wait. you could definitely uh, listen to uh, Face, but please also buy Bourdain. The definitive oral biography by Lori Wolliver comes out at the end of this month. Yeah,
1: soon. Something to look forward to. How
2: about
0: you, Jessica?
1: Uh, I will just plug our own podcast. Just yeah. listen, <laughs> listen to this episode again. Start at the beginning and find all the secret clues that we've oh, there's
3: hidden. There's so many clues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Secret poppy seeds we hid in our eggs. Sorry, I won't mention that again. I'm sorry. Um, you can no, support us on Patreon if you so desire. Uh, I'll throw up some weird pictures of my tattoos if you want to see something. Oh, they're so beautiful from, from this episode. They're really
2: pretty. Is
1: that too weird to be like, "Who's my sick ink"? <laughs>
2: I don't think so. You can do whatever you want, want. I don't think I I that's weird. I say it
1: like that. Um, no, you should say
2: it exactly like that. I should mm-hmm. say
1: it like that. Yep. I have a few tote bags left. If anyone wants to get a ghost tote bag, I mean, it's becoming the season. It's the season. It's spooky season. Get
2: on it. I've purchased one and gifted it to Lori Wooliver. Like, let's do it.
1: Yeah, it's a great gift the for the spooky season. You can go to retail retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. We are going to get another batch after that with a different design but we're going to retire this design for a little while to switch things uh, up
3: uh,
1: um, Nice, nice. and this is going to be coming out sort of close to the beginning of october so i guess i'll plug my horror blog where i <sighs> watch right. a new to me horror movie every day of october and i write I about it i don't know
2: about this this is wonderful it's
1: called Sexual Intimidation sexualintimidationdemon.tumblr.com. I've been doing it for years and it's the oh. sort of thing where I question every year if I should do it again, but why That's not? It's really
2: great. You have all these wonderful secret blogs that uh, you just throw them into conversation with me and I've <laughs> learned so much.
1: Yeah, I've got uh, too, too many chickens and I need <laughs> to put them in one basket. How, eggs? I don't know. Eggs, eggs I, and chicken basket. Yeah. Chickens are better.
0: Now yeah, I've got nothing going on. But if they want to buy your great. book, yeah, I mean, you can buy it. Just uh, Google it and buy it somewhere. Um,
2: I've done it. Do it. Yeah, also, you.
0: a great gift to give.
2: It yeah. is. It's
0: almost. It's been. It'll be two years since it was published in like a week. Oh look, oh. there it is. I. It's book- in
2: arm's reach. I keep it in arm's reach. My
0: arms aren't <laughs> long enough, but it's over there.
2: Well my bookcase is right there, so it's mm. easy.
0: That's very sweet. And um I do not think that we will put on a if you're in Vancouver, um, come draw with me in November and December, considering maybe doing an online one again. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's it for us. Um, hey, thanks for having
2: me.
1: Anytime, Thank you so Chris. Much. For coming back yeah, and it was telling so lovely. Okay. about your trip and everything.
2: And everything.
1: You and know and when everything. You were, when you were talking about your your play that you did as mm-hmm. a younger man, as a former man, all I could think of, have you seen Sex in the City? Yeah, it just made me think of that play that Smith, oh, is yeah, in, where he's just wearing <laughs> totally. overalls. All he does is walk out and drop the overalls, and I kept just yeah. thinking that's how it was going to end. And it I was, was like, a
2: lot of that in the church, but then also church. just some <laughs> crisis of faith stuff, not a yeah. big deal, and yeah. heartwarming stories.
1: If it got like remade by Hollywood, that's how it would I would end. I
2: would juice it up. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Real juicy. <laughs> Real stinky bones.
0: Oh uh, yeah, stinky bones. Well, um to our listeners, we love you. Stay safe. And please take good care out there. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>